Kelcats. Welcome back to another episode of Intoxicated. I am your host, Kelsey Davies, and I am here with a very special guest. We have Ashley Marie. Hello. She is here, Adventures with Ashley on YouTube. Go check her out. She'll, she'll probably start posting again soon. <laughs> maybe, maybe someday. Maybe someday know. she'll start posting. <laughs> but Ashley's been in a lot of my YouTube videos. If you guys haven't seen my YouTube channel, my YouTube channel is K-E-L-S-I space D-A-V-I-E-S. That is Kelsey Davies. If you guys want to check out some videos, Ashley's been to a lot of haunted locations with me. She's been around my weirdness. We've, dr- <laughs> we've done drunk ghost hunting together (laughs) we've done it all we've done everything so um ashley for the first question what is your intoxicated choice of the night i have a truly strawberry lemonade these are so good by the way like they literally taste like like candy like it's like i don't think i've okay i'm gonna try it okay let's see first sip yeah. Okay, that's good. Her <laughs> eyes, her eyes, like you see it all yeah, in her face. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my choice, I've been smoking some weed. Um, I have, what do I have? Oh my god, where'd it go? I think I was, I think it was Girl Scout cookies. Yes, like a hybrid Girl Scout cookies. Yes. <laughs> so I've been smoking that. It's pretty good. And I also got my truly at hand. I've taken one sip, but Cheers. um, me and Ashley are kind of <laughs> lightweight. So we kind of issues. <laughs> so bad we're kind of lightweight it's like really lightweight kind of, we, we are <laughs> we're sharing a microphone today because i usually need a, another laptop for so the we're like microphone. really close we're like super close so we're like we're used to gonna it. be all up in each other <laughs> but we're used to that you yes. know so um i ended talking um about oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know anymore. We don't know what's happening. <laughs> so I ended um, my last podcast. I was kind of going into like different dimensions and the multi-universe theory. Just how like there's theories that there are multiple like, you know, not just one universe. Like there are multiple universes. There's a lot of like scientific like theories about that too. And then there's also like theories that there are different dimensions. Like, um, you know, we're only like susceptible to four of them or we only like experience four of these dimensions but like scientists have said that they believe there are like at least 10 other dimensions so like i don't know what you think about like dimensions and like that's so scary to think about right it's like how little we are and like how much we don't know like it's just like, like we're so small in the grand like scheme of things like we're so small we are there has to be so much more no there has but i'm to afraid be. i'm afraid of the unknown <laughs> i know right like so what do you think like with other dimensions do you think like with spirits and stuff do you think that they're in those other dimensions that maybe a lot of us aren't able to see and you know what i mean like not able to experience or do you think it's like something else I don't know. I feel like I've had some experiences where I feel like they are kind of in their own dimension. Like, um, I think one of the times I was with Tyler, we did a, a ghost hunt in Catalina, and they kind of talked about Catalina this- is a UFO yes. and um, yes. paranormal hotspot, by Very the way. Very active. <laughs> um, but we did this tour, and they took us to one of the um, haunted hotels there, and they were saying one of the spirits she's kind of in her own dimension and she knocks on the door looking for her husband so she's still Mm. stuck in that time thinking that she's lost and 
I don't know. Like That's certain insane. things you're like, okay, maybe, maybe they're stuck in their time or, you know, even when we do see them, they're not aware of Yeah, of like us, sometimes you know? it seems like they're not aware of us. Sometimes it seems like right. they're kind of doing their own thing. But then a lot of the times they are aware of us and they do like know how to communicate so with us. So maybe it depends like what dimension they enter for that kind of response like either they see right. you or they I don't know I don't That's know how so, that like, works confu- no I know what you're saying <laughs> like, <laughs> like I see it but I don't like how I don't right know. exactly like they're said that all the like it's said that all the dimensions are layered like mm-hmm. on each other like like we can't see them you know right. and like but we are definitely in a We're dimension in one, yeah. like for sure definitely in one but then they have like the 2d the 3d like the 1d uh, 4D, 5D, what is 5D? I don't know what 5D is. 6D, 7D. A lot of Ds. 90. A lot of Ds. There's a lot of Ds in this podcast. Welcome to Intoxicated. But how would that... Okay, so say you're like a spirit you've passed on. You Do you think that they would just be able to kind of just enter like hop dimensions certain like realms yeah yeah so like i was talking about portals like in Mm -hmm. the last couple episodes i think um and i i've seen portals like i definitely believe in portals Mm -hmm. and i feel like these portals do go to other dimensions but i don't know how and i don't know like why they would travel why would they would like if there's another dimension beyond this one where they travel to this one but then they could go back to the other one or like (laughs) go back to another dimension or i don't know like how do they do this like the magic school bus like right like they're like hop on (laughs) shoot you oh wait that's a train (laughs) let's go to another dimension (laughs) but like there's also like the multi-universe theory Multi, I'm like typing on my phone. You can hear my long nails. The ASMR. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this. Um, so there's a theory that there are like, you know, the universe like continuously expands and it never stops expanding is what they always say. But there are theories that like there are multiple universes beyond our universe that oh, yeah. continue to expand. And like they think that there's like, at least four or something like that. But I'm like, how do they know like there's four? Right. I don't know. But that's like a theory, I guess, like um scientific theory or whatever. Um, have you like heard about that at all? Very little. But yeah. I'm very interested in it. Yeah, so it's like basically the multiverse exists outside of our current scientific understanding of reality. Um Theoretical physics suggests a multiverse is a hypothetical grouping of multiple universes. But I'm like, would that play? Would that play? (laughs) Would that play into like dimensions and like portals? Like, do you think those other universes, like, like? I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it hurts my brain. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you think that maybe they're able to travel to the other universes? Or do you think that we're maybe stuck in this one and, like, these dimensions on this Earth? Or, I don't know. Because, like, if you were a ghost, couldn't you go to other planets? You know what I mean? Like, hypothetically. I would hope so. That would be cool. <laughs> right? But, like, a lot of them don't seem to, like, do that right because it's like they're here obviously we yeah. see them we've experienced things like so it's like those dimensions that are here on earth are they know. stuck in those specific in the ones earth dimensions or you know what i mean yeah like 
<laughs> it hurts my brain talking about this stuff, but it's like so interesting and it's like anything's possible. Oh, definitely. Confronting the multiverse, what infinite universes would mean. This is so long. I'm like not going to read all of it, but. Because <laughs> you have to think like we're so small in the whole universe, all the yeah. galaxies, everything. Like we are so small. How can you say that we're the only like living, you know, beings? Yeah. yeah. Like I definitely believe there's life on other planets. There has to be know? like other forms of like an Earth, you know, like yeah. So there's other dimensions and things and so on and so forth for forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And then I feel like I feel like like aliens. I've said this before that I feel like aliens could travel through these portals and go to these other yeah. dimensions. Like I feel like they have like the technology to have them be able to do that but like so like maybe that's how they visit earth that's how they visit like i don't know other planets and yeah like at the speed of that like the speed that they go like have yeah. you seen like videos like i have this whole podcast episode on aliens but like we were talking about these videos where they move like this and then sometimes they'll just vanish and like you're like, where do they go? Like, do right? they use these portals? Do they use, like, do they travel at a speed of light somehow? But, like, I don't know. It's just so mind-blowing to me. <laughs> like, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around, like, the galaxies and, Yeah, like, like it's like... I'm dimensions, like, portals, the spirit realm, like... There's, like, pages and pages in all of this. Like, it's like, I don't want to read through all of it because it would take <laughs> so long. But, like... It's weird because it's like a genuine like theory that there's multiple, there's not just one universe, which like the multiverse is the idea that our universe and all that's contained within it is just a small part of a larger structure. This larger entity encapsulates our universe, our observable universe. I'm too hive to read this as a small part of a larger universe that extends beyond the limits of our of observations. That entire structure. So they're thinking of the universe as like this structure. Mm -hmm. Like, I never thought of it that way. Um, the unobservable universe may itself be part of a larger space time that includes many other disconnected universes, which may or may not be similar to the universe that we inhabit. Decades before we directly detected gravitational waves, we knew that they must exist because we... Wait, what? I don't get it. So basically, like in Mean Girls, the limit does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. The so limit does not exist. Saying. It just doesn't end. It goes on forever and ever and ever. <laughs> that's what I, that's how my brain works. Right. Like, if anyone knows anything about the multi-universe theory, just comment below. Like, it's just, Educate us. Enlighten us. It's please. too much for my brain to handle. I'm like, it's like the structure, but then there's multiple universes. What? Like, how would, like, you know how, um, like, carbon reacts with, like, I don't know, a chemical or certain way, like, on this, mm -hmm. um, in this universe, you know, this universe, like, that's how they react to each other. What if in a different universe, like, these chemicals react differently with each other and do different things and there's different chemicals that we don't know about and... Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's definitely possible. Like, there could be, like, spaghetti noodle people, maybe. Like, with the way that it's, like, reacted. I would love to be there. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally spaghetti noodle people. <laughs> of all the things, give us spaghetti noodle <laughs> I mean, that would be kind of creepy, but 
Going into the creepy, so <laughs> Ashley and I have been to some of the most haunted locations in California. Yeah, we have and really... some in the U.S. considered in the U.S. Yeah, yes, considered. <laughs> um, so we have a lot of stories. We, I mean, I feel like we could kind of like bring up some stories, individual oh, yeah. or like from us, like together. Like I always think of. Um, so Ashley and I visited Galster Park. Oh yeah, and that was like. That night, I don't know why, but that park was just so haunted. Like, do you remember the story, like, why it was haunted? Wasn't there, like, an abandoned house out there? Yeah, there there was, like, a shack. Like, a shack. Like, what was that? It was something, like, the guy would... I have to... I want to look it up again. But it was something he had done stuff to children. Yeah, like, kidnapped them. Yeah, he was, like, kidnapping children at the park, and... He kind of made the shack out there. Yeah. Like, really hidden, like, up against the hill and behind all these trees and brush. And that's where he hid out from the police and, yeah. you know, tried and, not like, to be found. I guess he got found eventually or something. Yeah. Here, let's see. Okay, all it says is, Galster Park is the centerpiece of some legends concerning a murderer and a rapist whose victims were children. Screams and pleading children's voices are said to be heard late at night, which we heard multiple times in that park. We heard screams. Do you remember that? We both looked at each other like, that was insane. Like, And it was late at night, so they're... Okay, the park is closed. Park is closed to the park. We got, like, special access to the park. Yes, we had a... (laughs) <laughs> we we had a, a hookup but <laughs> they let us in um to film for her um, but it is close to the public mm. in the night yeah in the day it's yeah. open but there is apparitions of scarred children that are said to roam there as well there was also the story of a young boy who would greet people at the gate do you oh, remember yeah. that there was a young boy who would like I don't know, show his presence to people at the gate and tell them to, like, come in. Like, that he wanted them to come into the park. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if he was, like, an evil spirit or what, or if he was just, like, one of the victims of this murderer. But then there were a bunch of cults and stuff done at that park. And I remember we went to the top of that. Oh, my God, my <laughs> voice. My voice. <laughs> we went up. We went up to the top. <laughs> but, like, when we went to the top, there was that big, like, area, like, mm-hmm. that it looked like they could do cult things yeah, up there their rituals whatever didn't yeah. wasn't there like cult stuff there or something I, I think there was stuff like drawn on the ground or like can't burnt candles yeah, or something Wax. didn't someone find someone like hanging up there remember i think so because there's now cameras all over that whole yeah. park we, we ran into those they think someone was sacrificed maybe or hung them i don't know it was like kind of a weird story i can't really remember i, I think there was a, a lot of different things that played into that park it was just really dark like it people so went dark. there to do Bad, bad things. things. And it's not a, like, a bad park. I no. don't know. Just the energy, I guess. Yeah, it was, like, a really pretty park. But when we went there, like, when you walked in, like, you could just feel it. You yeah. You could feel how, like... You feel weird. The you feel like you're being watched. And you feel... Yeah, you feel energy all around you. Yeah, you feel like you walk in and you feel like people are looking at you from the bushes. We kept hearing things in the bushes. Voices, yeah. Yeah, like voices, whispers, movement. Like, I don't know, we, maybe there were animals or whatever. Right. But we the voices and the screaming, we would hear like these screams way in the distance. Mm-hmm. And we would all hear it and be like, what was that? Like, Tyler was there too. Yeah. And we were all just like freaked out. So... 
The um, dancing leaves. Okay, my oh god, I remember yes. that. Fully aware. There's wind. There's all that. I completely understand that. This whole tree full of leaves. There's only one moving, and it's just like yeah, doing and it was its like own little swinging. Like thing. we were cracking up, but it was kind of weird. Now that I think about it, I'm yeah, like, why like, was like that one leaf just, moving? Just one. I'm like, okay, that's weird. And I'm sure there's other logical reasons, but being at the place that we were, it's like, okay, come on. I know, literally. And then we've also been to, like, the Queen Mary so many My times. place. That's, like, kind of where we started hanging out. Like, the Ashley was yes. on a live stream. And I was, like, <laughs> she was, like, um, on the Queen Mary with Tyler. And I was, like, hey, like, I want to come. Or I don't know what we were saying, like. What did I say? Oh, yeah, I like, remember. I'm not that far. Like, you know, when I come down, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, and Ashley was like, Kelsey. Like, on the live stream, she's like, Kelsey, come. I was like, okay. So I went there, and we walked around the ship. We just both love the ship. Like, there's so much history and so oh, many yeah. hauntings. If you guys don't know what the Queen Mary is, it's this super haunted ship in Long Beach, California. It was a ship that went through World War II. Um, it was used. So originally, it was made as, like, a cruise line for like the top um, class people, you know, like this elegant cruise line. And then during World War II, they turned it into the Grey Ghost and it was a basically a hospital boat for all like the uh, war heroes or whatever, um, or all the warriors, what are they called? <laughs> Veterans. Oh, the, yeah. All whatever the, you want to <laughs> All the war fighter people. What is it We're called? very educated. <laughs> I'm like so high. War fighter people. It was a hospital boat for the Our people from the war, the servicemen, <laughs> the people from the war. Yes. So like there was a lot of deaths on that boat, like a, a lot. lot. And yeah. then they turned it back into like a hotel after. Mm -hmm. And then there were people who would like drown, mysteriously drown in the pool and jump off the boat. There was just a lot of weird things with the boat, and now, like, it's a hotel, um, but I don't think you could stay in it anymore, unless you rent it out or something. I don't know. I hope they save it. It's going through Hashtag save the Queen Mary, everyone. Save, save the Queen we Mary. We need it. It's we our need baby. It. No, it is our baby. <laughs> it's literally our child, but um, my the fun, the fun fact, a fun <laughs> fact is um, my grandpa actually sailed from... Uh, I don't know where he was coming from, but he sailed to America on the Queen Mary when he was eight years old. That's so cool. And I remember we took him on the ship, and he was like, I didn't have any paranormal stuff happen to me on the ship. <laughs> but I was like, you went, like, so long ago, you know? Right? Like, there could, you know, there could have been or whatever. But that ship is known to be haunted. Like, it's known worldwide to be a haunted ship for a reason. Yeah, definitely. You ask the employees. The employees experience things. They have, like, a booklet of guest complaints from the rooms, like, of paranormal activity. Mm. What's, like, the craziest thing that happened to you on that ship? Oh, my gosh. There's, I don't know. There's, like, like so, so many. many things I could say. Um, I think... Probably one of the the craziest would be down by the pool room. Mm, that's where Jackie and, haunts. Yes, Miss Jackie. Ugh. Um, so it's known to be kind of like the vortex mm -hmm. of the ship. That is kind of where they're all coming and going from. Um, so that's one of my favorite places to hang out down there. And we found one night this young boy. I think he was probably like 14, 15. And he was just as curious with, you know, the paranormal. Yeah. Down there by himself. His mom's upstairs asleep. So we're all just kind of like standing there talking. And we're kind of standing in like a triangle, just standing around talking to each other yeah. and sharing experiences or whatever. 
and they go up against the glass windows off to the side mm-hmm. and they were talking about how cold it was for whatever reason and um, who I was with they asked me like oh that's so cold like did you touch it and then this very distorted woman's voice was all like did you touch it and we <gasps> all just froze and oh mind you this gosh. was probably like oh. two in the morning no one's around no one's messing around yeah and you know no one can get around on the other side so yeah. no one's like oh they're just messing with you or someone right, like right no one could have done that no one was there it was literally just the three of us were like Oh my gosh, it's crazy when you hear them in person, like, because I hear them often, like, speak to me and stuff, but when it's that loud, and there's no one there, and it's that clear, and everyone hears it, it's just different, like, that's so insane. Yeah. It's so unexplainable. Yeah, I guess they were, I guess they were, (laughs) unexplainable. No, we, so we hear her, we hear this voice, and we're, we're standing in that triangle, and the floor is carpet. Yeah. But underneath it must be wood mm-hmm. because it lifted. It was like floor floorboards underneath our feet all lifted. So we're all <gasps> standing there. We kind of shifted. We didn't fall over, but it was enough to be what? like, Whoa. And we're like, okay, this boat is docked. Like, it's still, yeah, it's no not, one's around. There's it's no quiet. waves. It's like in the harbor. Right. Like it's, They're not working on it. So, you know, we hear her. We're all like, okay, what the heck? And then that moves. So we're like, okay, like. Woman's got a lot of energy. Yeah, apparently. clearly. Yeah. Wow. I wonder, do you think it was like a grown woman? Yes. Wow. Just the way her voice sounded. Right, right. Um, I do believe there's stories, I think her name's Amanda in okay. in the ship as well. So okay. there's Jackie and then there's like an older woman that hangs around Jackie. Interesting. From what I've heard. That's weird because like down in the pool area, I had a weird experience. Like we were on the tour and it was kind of like down that hallway. I think kind of near the hallway you're talking about by the pool with the glass. And then the restrooms are on the Yeah, okay, yeah. It was yeah. down that hallway and it was Maddie and I and a tour guide. And like we were the only ones on the tour. So we got like this private Ooh, tour. Like, fun. yeah, like no one was there and we just like went. We we're like, okay, this is cool. So we went on the tour and he took us down that hallway. And a lot of weird stuff happened on that tour. Like, I had my one of my first medium experiences there. Like, it was pretty crazy. But we, like, were walking out of the hallway, and we hear, like, this high-pitched scream. Like, like a scream. And the, we all heard it. Mm-hmm. And the tour guide was like, no one's allowed down here. <laughs> like, so he, he's going, like, trying to bust someone for yeah. sneaking down there. He walks down the hall, goes in, like, down like the other hallways or whatever looks around there's no one there like no one and I just in my head I was like like it sounded like a little girl and I was like that's Jackie like it sounded kind of demonic and yeah. people believe that Jackie is a demon I've heard that says stories. yeah that says that and I believe it I definitely believe that Jackie's not like a good spirit <laughs> like I've had lure them in, yeah. yeah I've had an experience like people think that she like had something to do with people drowning in the pool too but no one like no one recorded named jackie ever died Mm -hmm. on the ship but i mean that doesn't mean other spirits can't come visit the ship you know like at the winchester house there were spirits there that didn't die there but like it's just weird how she's a residual ghost on that ship and Mm -hmm. that ship has a lot of demonic entities yeah, in it like a lot of dark energy a lot of dark energy like yeah. room b340 like you you've been in that oh, yeah. room do you have mm-hmm. any experiences in that one? Oh gosh yeah i um 
had been in there with Omar Gosh TV and James the Fam, and I just remember it just it feels so heavy in that yeah, room. Yeah. Um. Uh, the sink turned on a few times, in, in the bathroom. Um, we would hear things kind of move and, yeah. Um, I know they had a lot of stuff like come nighttime, like I in bet. the dark, knocks on the walls and taps and weird stuff like that. Yeah, I only went in that room once, and um, Omar was the one who was he rented it out or whatever. Yeah. And I came to his meet and greet, and he brought us all in the room. And um, I did, like, a weird Ouija board session, and, like, it dragged me across the table. Like, it literally, like, dragged my arm across the table, off the board. You know, we did, like, we made our own spirit board. We called Mm -hmm. it a spirit board. And literally, like, was dragging me. And you just felt the darkness in that room. Like, there was someone in there that was angry for whatever reason, like, was just so angry in that room. And I always wondered, like, why that room? Like, are there any stories right. in that room? Like, I've heard a few. All I've heard is paranormal stories, but yeah. I haven't heard, like, why it's haunted. I heard several. There was one, it was, like, a, a father. So, I think kind of being based off um, Queen Mary's Dark Harbor, um, they based the maze kind of off of a man who was kind of mentally, like, ill. And you're, like, going through his brain. It, it's, like, part of the maze, mm. and it's, like, all these things... So he, there was one that he was like abusive and he did something like he beat his child to death or like, I don't, he would lock people in the room or lock his family. Really? What? That's like so dark too. Like that would totally be something that would have happened in there. The legend of B340, when they opened the door to the stateroom, they found a man had been ripped apart. His <gasps> limbs spread all over the room. What? What? Okay, that's a new one. I've never heard of that one. Me that one's either. like so intense. <laughs> uh, apparently back in the 60s during one of the final cruises before the ship was docked in Long Beach, a man went crazy and brutally murdered two women. His crimes were discovered. And he was locked in his third class stateroom, either B-222, 224, or 226. And this makes sense to me because B-340 wasn't B-340 at the time when all this was happening. It was one of those. And it may have been 226 because that kind of sounds familiar to me. Wasn't it like two rooms? Oh, no, it wasn't two rooms. It's like a bigger room. It's bigger than a lot of the rooms. Yeah. Upon the next sailing, the paranormal reports started coming in from the stateroom when it was docked in Long Beach in 1967. The three third-class staterooms were combined into the larger guest room, B340. That, that's how oh, we so got there. so they were there. combined. Yeah, that's gotcha, how we got there. because it has two doors. I always yeah. thought that was weird. That's Okay, that makes sense. Um, by the 1980s, B340 was close to booking because guests would leave in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, they closed it for so long, like, and then they turned it into, like, a paranormal room. Ew, okay, here's here's some of... So the stories obviously change over time. We never truly know exactly what happened. It's like happened. a legend, like a yeah. urban legend. So here's some of what they've heard. A man killed his family in the cabin. A woman killed her husband. Or a husband killed his wife. Um, a lone passenger's throat was cut. And I just got chills. The, the list just goes on and on. So there's all... Obviously, something very dark, or even multiple things could happen in yeah. this, you know? Yeah. And 
you know, obviously stories change or get altered over time. Or there could be, like, a portal in there that's just, like, a dark portal. Like There's something, because no matter who I watch or, you know, who I've seen film videos mm-hmm. there or anything it's always something it's always bad yeah it's never good no like, it's never, never like a pot like you could have positive paranormal right. experiences you can't sound like you know like if you're like into That's what we do case. like we've had positive ones but like everyone every single person that has visited that room has been scared, frightened, has had a horrible experience. Yes. And a terrible night's sleep. <laughs> yes. I would not, I don't think I would sleep in there. No. I feel like I would rent it out, but I wouldn't, like, I would sleep in a different room. Well, now we're going to start, like, getting into um, some Halloween horror stories, kind of with that legend yes. that you were, like, talking about what happened on the Queen Mary. I mean, there's a lot of stories about Halloween. Like, people have been murdered. There's been, like... Oh, here. Okay, here's 10 terrifying murders committed on Halloween night. We go into that. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That scares me, because I know a lot of, like, serial killers or murderers. Like, that's, like, a perfect night for them. Yeah. Okay. So, this one is about the Candyman. I've heard of... I think I've heard of this one. I think so, too. So, on Halloween in 1974, eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien returned to his Houston home from a long night of trick-or-treating. His father, Ronald, gave him one last piece of candy, a pixie stick. Pixie sticks. (laughs) Pixie sticks. (laughs) I like can't tell. A pixie stick. Um, Which Timothy ate instantly. Which I would, too. Why not eat that instantly? Within moments, the bo- the boy was vomiting, and he died on his way to the hospital. Mm-hmm. After changing his story multiple times, police learned that Ronald was responsible for his son's death, and he had poisoned the candy with cyanide. Jeez. Wow! Turns out Ronald was in debt and had to, and had taken out a life insurance policy on his children. That's, that's so like sick. sick. Like that's so like wrong. literally sick. A year later, he was found guilty of murder, and he was given the death penalty by lethal injection. Good. The murder left its mark, though. Parents still today check their kids' candy to see if it's been tampered with. As I agree. They should. Every check your parent kids' candy. Should. Like, make sure there's... There was one time I was eating M&Ms on Halloween, and I tasted tobacco. Like, someone no. put tobacco, like, in the... Like, it was weird. Oh, my god. I remember that when Definitely I was Definitely take your kids to neighborhoods or houses that you trust because that's yeah like a safe safe neighborhoods you know so leslie and adrian and their friend lauren were busy handing out candy to trick-or-treaters at their home in california on halloween night 2004 at around 11 p.m the three women went to bed not knowing that there would be one more visitor that night. And that's what I'm afraid of. I don't need to read anymore. I'm always afraid of who comes to your door yeah, Halloween night. Right. You never know. Right. So Lauren wakes up to a scream from the upstairs bedrooms. She runs out of the house and drove away, leaving her two friends behind. She just left them? Turns out both her friends were stabbed to death upstairs. Oh, is that why she left them? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. But she heard the scream, so maybe did she know they were dead or she just probably see them and leave? Or did she just like leave? Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I would hear you scream, see you, Kelsey, going home. (laughs) I'm going to check on you. I'm not dying tonight. (laughs) 
She had to have seen them. There's no way. So Eric, a friend of one of the victims, had actually turned himself in and confessed to the murders. Though he never told anyone of his motive, he is serving a life sentence without the possibility of a parole. So he's a friend of one of the girls, shows up late Halloween night, and just... Goodbye. (laughs) Why, though? Like... Do you think maybe he had a relationship with them? Like, I don't know. I, I never understand why people... Yeah, like, what, like, gets you into that mindset that to upset, end someone's that life? Angry. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't have that in me. me like, either. that's just not something... I get mad at people, but, like, right. I would never wish that I'm gonna on go trick-or-treat at your house. Yeah, like, What? <laughs> I just like it's great. There has to be something like wrong, like uh, absolutely, with, you know, like mentally something off. I'm mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the toolbox killers. So in 1979, Shirley Ledford was hitchhiking home from a Halloween party when two men picked her up in a dinghy van, which isn't safe. I mean, yeah. but it was the 70s. I guess True. that's kind of what different they would time, do. Yeah. Different times. Little did she know that the two men were known as the Toolbox Killers. Lawrence Bittaker and Roy Norris were... um, Roy Norris. (laughs) I can't say their name. Sounds great. Were famous for picking up female hitchhikers and then torturing them with tools typically found in a toolbox. Wow. They often took pictures of their victims during the slayings. It's crazy how it's two people doing this. Like, two people are committing. Two people are that insane. There's ins- two insane people. Yeah, <laughs> like to do and call themselves the, t- or maybe they got that yeah. nickname, whatever. Um, after torturing Ledford, they dropped her body on a stranger's lawn. Ledford became the pair's fifth and final victim after a friend turned them in. Good friend, right. Ledford. I mean, not a good friend of that, but like right. good person for turning good them in. Human, yes. Bittaker was sentenced to death, but died in 2019 of natural causes. Norris, I guess, who cooperated with the investigation, was given 45 years to life in prison. But like, even if he cooperates, like he killed five people. Yeah, it's like I don't care how good you are, how cooperative you are. Like you did what you did. That, yeah. That's just horrible. All right. The night before Halloween in 1975, 15-year-old Martha Moxley left her Connecticut home to attend a costume party. On Halloween morning, she was found dead in the backyard, beaten to death by a golf club. Oh, my gosh. 25 years later, Michael, who was also 15 at the time of the slaying, was convicted of the murder and sentenced to 20 years to life in prison. He maintained his innocence... And on May 4th, 2018, the Connecticut Supreme Court vacated his conviction. In 2020, CNN reported that the case was reopened to the public. So it's still an open case? So did he do it or did he not? Come on, 15 Connecticut. 15 years old? I guess like if he did it on accident, got angry and didn't realize what he was doing. But like still. That's, that's such a touchy subject because some people would fight the fact that he was still a child. Right. I I don't know how I feel about yeah. that. Because some of them it's like, okay, you kill someone, you need to be tried like, as <laughs> Yeah, an, like an adult. if they had like, the mental capacity yeah. to 
do I like, feel like 15 is old enough he knew what he was doing right I feel like when I was 15 I knew right from wrong you definitely. know I knew that killing was not okay but that's awful I don't know how sad for her family though it's like re- it's like unsolved yeah you know? like that sucks and 25 years later like it's still that that's sucks awful. like I just ugh. on October 31st 1981 Sister Tadia Benz's body was found naked in a con- in a convent. I don't know what that is. Convent? Nuns. Nuns. Okay, Sister Tadia. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so it's like a nun. Like, We're like so sweet. <laughs> Wait, it's like a place where nuns live. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're uneducated. <Just> edit, <laughs> edit that out. I know a convent is the way I know. We know exactly what. We were just like just testing each we're other. Just, <laughs> the other nuns in the house noticed a broken window in the community room, so they called the police immediately. Authorities found Benz's clothing and a knife under the bed. Meanwhile, an autopsy revealed the nun was stabbed, strangled, and assaulted. Um, police arrested a man who lived across the street named Johnny Frank Garrett after a witness saw him running from the convent that evening. He was convicted and sentenced to death in 1922. His last words were reported to be, I'd like to thank my family for loving me and taking care of me. The, West, the rest of the world can kiss my ass. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god! So first he kills a nun... Like, really kills a nun and then says that, like, as his last words. That's awful. He was just not a good person. Like, this was just, like, and on how I wonder why, like, they chose if he meant to choose Halloween or if, like, Halloween aggravated him in some way. Like, I don't know. Like, you know how they say, like, you know, Halloween's spooky season, like, dark mm. energy and, you know, all that. Do you think, like... Do you think maybe people, like, are more susceptible to, like, I don't know, negative energy, like, uh, taking over them? Like, maybe. do you think that they're, like, people are more negative? Like, I don't know. Maybe like, it brings something out. Like, obviously, it takes a special kind of person to do such horrific things. Right. So maybe it's something with that time of year, you know, that time yeah that brings something out in those people or you know those people are just premeditating these things and think like this is the day i'm gonna do it right because they say like a lot of killers like do it in the summer like Mm -hmm. because like it's hot and people get aggravated easily and everyone's windows are open Mm -hmm. and like so people say like there's a time period when like killings happen more than others mm-hmm. which is super weird to me i'm like i wonder if halloween is one in in one of those categories it might be we've just read so many <laughs> like i know i don't know so like strange. there's so many like cool like things about like the history of halloween mm-hmm. and like um hauntings and halloween came about witchcraft and we will get into that in the next episode of intoxicated <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Thank you, Ashley, for being a special guest on Intoxicated. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, how's your truly feeling? Uh, I'm feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go somewhere spooky after this, so yes. stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned. It might be a drunk ghost hunting video, but um, 
Uh, make sure you guys are subscribed. Also, hit that notification bell so that you guys know when I post. And I will see you guys in... Er, I will hear you guys. I will. Hear you will you listen see, to me. You'll see her later. You'll hear me and listen <laughs> and be there in the next episode. Yes. Stay woke, everyone. Mm -hmm.